0: Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome again to Through the Bible in a Year with PC Speaking Podcast. I am Pastor Chris. I am your host. We are in day number 36. And today our reading is from Exodus 22, 23, and Matthew chapter 24. We'll begin in the book of Exodus. We'll uh, read our Old Testament reading, and then our New Testament reading, then we'll come back here and finish up with a few devotional thoughts and meditations for today to settle ourselves in God's Word. Okay, um, we're going to begin in Exodus 22 today, where we see some laws concerning... Uh, Theft, proper damage, uh, restitution um, that emphasize justice, restoration, and restitution for people who've suffered loss. Over to Exodus chapter 23, God highlights the importance of truthfulness, impartiality, and judgment, and compassion for the vulnerable and marginalized people of society like widows and orphans, for instance. And he also establishes some regulations regarding the Sabbath day and annual festivals or the feasts. And then we'll move over to Matthew chapter 24 in the New Testament, where we find Jesus on the Mount of Olives. He answers some questions about the end times. He warns the disciples about deception and wars and famines and earthquakes as signs that will precede The end, and he cautions against false messiahs and advises readiness for his return. Well, Jesus also compares his return to the days of Noah, saying that no one knows the day or the time, so the best thing to do is to just be ready and understand that Jesus is coming back and live like he's coming back tomorrow. And as a thought to consider while we read, think about what... Biblical vigilance and preparedness means. All right, well, let's go to our reading. Exodus chapter 22 um, and 23. And beginning in Exodus 22, one, the Bible says, if a man steals an ox or a sheep and kills it or sells it, then he shall repay five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep. If a thief is caught breaking in and is struck so that he dies, then there will be no blood guilt for him. If the sun is risen on him, then there is blood guilt for him. He must make full restitution. If he has nothing, then he will be sold for his theft. If the stolen item is in fact found alive in his possession, whether it be an ox or donkey or sheep, then he shall repay double. If a man causes a field or vineyard to be eaten and puts out his beast so that it feeds on another man's field, he must make restitution of the best of his own field and of the best of his own vineyard. If fire breaks out, and catches in thorn bushes so that stacked grain or the standing grain or the field are consumed, then he who has started the fire must surely make restitution. If a man gives his neighbor money or items to be kept for him and it is stolen from the man's house, if the thief is caught, he must repay double. If the thief is not caught, then the owner of the house will be brought before the judges to determine if he has laid his hand on his neighbor's goods. For any kind of trespass, whether it be for an ox or donkey, for a sheep, for clothing, or for any type of lost thing. Where another says it is his, the ease of both parties shall come before the judges. The case of both parties shall come before the judges, and whoever the judges find guilty will pay double to his neighbor. If a man gives his neighbor a donkey or an ox or a sheep or any beast to keep for him, and it dies or is injured or is driven away while no one sees it, then there will be an oath before the Lord between both of them. That he has not laid his hand upon his neighbor's property, and its owner must accept this, and he will not have to make restitution. However, if it was stolen from him, he shall make restitution to its owner. If it is torn in pieces, then let him bring it as evidence, and he will not have to repay for that which was torn. If a man borrows anything from his neighbor, and it is hurt or dies when the owner has not with it, was not with it, then he shall surely make restitution. But if the owner was with it, he shall not make restitution. If it was a hired thing, it came with his hire. If a man seduces a virgin who is not engaged and has relations with her, he must surely endow her to be his wife. If her father absolutely refuses to give her to him, he must pay money according to the dowry of virgins. He must not allow a sorceress to live Whoever has relations with a beast must surely be put to death. He who sacrifices to any God other than the Lord alone shall be utterly destroyed. You must neither wrong a foreigner nor oppress him for you are foreigners in the land of Egypt. You shall not afflict any widow or orphan if you afflict them in any way and they cry out, cry at all to me, I will surely hear their cry and my anger will burn and I will kill you and with the sword and your wives will become widows and your children fatherless." If you lend money to any of my people who is poor among you, do not be a creditor to him and do not charge him interest. If you take your neighbor's garment as a pledge, you shall return it to him before the sun goes down, for that is the only his only covering. If it is his garment for his body, and what else will he sleep? And when he cries out to me, I will hear for I am gracious. You should not curse God or curse the ruler of your people. You must not delay to offer the first of your harvest Of your bats, you must give to me the firstborn of your sons. Likewise you must do the same with your oxen and with your sheep. Seven days it shall remain with its mother, but on the eighth day you must give it to me. You will be holy men to me. Therefore you must not eat any flesh that is torn by beasts in the field. You must not throw it or you must throw it to the dogs. Uh, Chapter twenty-three, you must not you must not give a false report. Do not join your hand with the wicked to be a malicious witness. You must not follow the masses to do evil and do not testify into dispute that agrees with the crowd to pervert justice. You must not show partiality to a poor man in his dispute. If you meet with your enemy's ox or his donkey going astray, you shall surely return it to him. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you lying under its burden, you must not ignore it. You must surely help with him. You shall not turn justice away from your poor in his dispute. Keep far away from a false charge and do not kill the innocent and the righteous, for I will not justify the wicked. You shall not take a bribe, for a bribe blinds those who see and subverts the words of the righteous. Also, you shall not oppress a foreigner, for you know the life of a foreigner, seeing you are foreigners in the land of Egypt. You shall sow your land for six years and shall gather it In it's produce, but in the seventh year, you shall let it rest and lie fallow so that the poor of your people may eat and what they leave the beasts of the field may eat. You shall do likewise with your vineyard and with your olive grove. For six days you are to do your work, but on the seventh day you must cease so that your ox and your donkey may rest and the son of your female servant and the foreigner may refresh themselves. And all things that I have said to you, watch yourselves and do not mention the name of other gods, nor let them be heard from your mouth. Three times in the year you must celebrate a feast of me, feast to me. You shall observe the feast of unleavened bread for seven days. You shall eat unleavened bread as I commanded you in the appointed time in the month of Aviv, for in it you came out of Egypt. No one shall appear before me empty-handed. You shall observe the feast of harvest, the first fruits of your labors, which you have sown in the field. You shall observe the feast in gathering at the end of the year when you have gathered in the fruits of your labors from the field. Three times in the year, all your males shall appear before the Lord your God. You shall not offer blood of my sacrifice with leavened bread, nor shall the fat of my sacrifice remain until the morning. The first first fruits of your land you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. Indeed, I'm going to send an angel before you to guard you along the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Be on guard before him and obey his voice. Do not provoke him for he will not pardon your transgressions for my name is in him. But if you diligently obey his voice and do all that I say, Then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel will go before you and bring you to the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Jebusites and I will completely destroy them. You must not bow down to their gods or serve them or do according to their practices. You shall utterly overthrow them and break down their images into pieces. You shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless your bread and your water and I will remove sickness from your midst. No one shall be miscarrying or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will send my fear before you and I will throw into panic all the people to whom you shall come. I'll make all your enemies turn their backs to you. I will send hornets before you, which shall drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite and the Hittite from before you. I will not drive them out before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field multiply against you. Little by little, I will drive them out before you until you become fruitful and inherit the land. I will set your boundaries from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines and from the desert to the river, for I will deliver the inhabitants of the land in your hand and you will drive them out before you. You must not make a covenant with them or with their gods. They shall not live in your land, lest they cause you to sin against me. For if you serve their gods, it will surely be a snare to you. Over to Matthew chapter 24 in the New Testament. Jesus departed from the temple and was leaving when his disciples came to show him the temple buildings. Jesus answered to them, "'Do you not see all these things? "'Truly I say to you, "'not one stone shall be left here upon another "'that shall not be thrown down.' "'As he sat on the Mount of Olives, "'the disciples came to him privately saying, "'Tell us, when will these things be, "'and what will be the sign of your coming "'and of the end of the age?' "'Jesus answered them, "'Take heed that no one deceives you, "'for many will come in my name saying, "'I am the Christ.' And will deceive many. You will hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled for all these things must happen. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, epidemics, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will hand you over to the persecuted to be persecuted and will kill you. And will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will rise and will deceive many because iniquity will abound. The love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, let the reader understand then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. Let him who is in the field not return to take his clothes. Woe to those who are with child and to those who nurse in those days. Pray that your escape will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath, for then for then, will be great tribulation, such as has not happened since the beginning of the world until now, nor shall ever be. Unless those days were shortened, no one would be saved. For the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. Then if anyone says to you, look, here's a Christ, or there he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Listen, I have told you beforehand. So if they say, look, he is in the desert, do not go there. Or look, he's in the private chambers, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so will be the coming of the son of man. Wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the son of man will appear in heaven. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the son of man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the earth to the other. (coughs) excuse me, from one end of the heavens to the other. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. When its branches becomes tender and grows leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see all these things, you know that it's near even at the doors. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. As were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying, giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Two will be in the field, one will be taken, and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken, and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord will come, but know this, that if the owner of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready for if in an hour when you least expect, the Son of Man is coming. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master has made ruler over his household to give them food at the appointed time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you that the that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant says in his heart, my master delays his coming and begins to strike his fellow servants and eat and drink with drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not look for him and in an hour he is not aware and will cut him in pieces and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Well, that's our reading for today. Um, We'll wrap up with a few brief thoughts, meditations for today to settle ourselves in God's word. Think about God's instruction um, in the Old Testament today on caring for marginalized people in society like widows and orphans and strangers. And it's obvious that God cares for people in need and he expects us to do the same, to take care of people in need. What are some ways you can care for and support people in need Within your community, um, and then over to something to think about to go along with our New Testament reading today. Christians, of course, we're you know we're confident of the return of Jesus, but we often worry about what might happen between um, now and then, and you know what might happen to us, what that's going to be like, and you know that can cause us a bit of stress. But how can the promise of the return of Jesus offer hope and encouragement? if or when you worry about what might happen between now and then. Sometimes it may be helpful just to think about what it's gonna be like to be Jesus with Jesus in heaven on the other side of all of that stuff. Well, that's our reading for today. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Even if the drums beating My soul I'm singing even louder.